Cross Politic begins in three, two, one. Stop a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> Is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is king of kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to his lordship. You are not protecting women. You are authorizing the destruction of 500,000 little women every year. Oh, but that's, I didn't start it. But sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right, when the spirit comes upon people, they go to war. They go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back, and they're slaughtered. You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox. <laughs> Welcome, Water Boy. Uh, yes, I hope you guys love our new intro there. Mm, Who, so whose so voice good. was that? Who's Nathan Long. Nathan Long. That's yes. a great voice, dude. He's amazing. Wow. He found us on on Facebook. Did and, he really? Yes. And he did that for us. And he was just like, so what happened first? He heard one of the spots we were doing. He was like, I think I can give a little life to that. He did the spot, and I'm like, nah, bro, got to do the open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. Nice. And he did, and it, man, he just sounds great. Makes it sound really professional. So what's that smell? Uh, yeah, that's a fight, laugh, feast. What? Yeah, coffee yeah, label. Our, that's what that coffee. smells like? Yes. Smell that. It smells Put really good. Put your nose in there, mm. not too far. Okay. Oh, my Come on, gracious. Get, get, get yeah. for that, oh, man. man that's some that. cross-politics. That's some dominion for you right there. What's you it called? It? Fight, laugh, feast. Fight, laugh, feast. It's, the, it's our coffee. Oh, hey, hit that button right there. Hit yes, it's our coffee. And you can go to our merch shop. Get your coffee before Christmas. Wait, it is seriously. Uh, what's what's the what's the blend called? What's the what's it called? You you told me a name before it. It was the sovereignty blend. The sovereignty, sovereignty blend. blend. Yep. Oh man. We don't want to be just talking heads on the microphones. We want to live out our 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 coffee life. Coffee. Yes. The, I'm just gonna pour a little. The, okay. Oh, I'm here. I'm just. So we got a great show. We got a great making, show coming ahead. We got uh, the church curmudgeon. Yes. Coming on for an yes. interview. Yes. Oh, yes. David Rigier, All right. a.k.a. He, he, Church Commudgeon. You want some of this coffee? Yes, please. Listen, oh, listen to this course. one. This week, join me by wearing a brown ribbon on your lapel. Together we can defeat gravy deficiency. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tweeted Thanksgiving week, um, ain't no gravy going to hold your body down. <laughs> uh, and, and here's another one. Then there was the lady... Who skipped one phrase of the Lord's Prayer because it contained gluten? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I think you're going to really enjoy uh, David Chocolate Knox is making coffee in the background. Uh, what? Folks, what? I think you're really going to enjoy uh, our interview with the church curmudgeon. He was he's he was great, and we're going to give away a book. And yes, we got limited edition. Then tweets my soul. Wait, why is it a limited edition? Because Canon only printed. I don't know, like 20 copies or something of this it? version. It smells great. Almost distracting. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are we doing something we, here? We were, try, we were trying to do a, a podcast here. Oh, yeah. oh y'all, y'all do that. We're on y'all a show. Do, y'all, y'all, amongst yourselves. Okay. So they, they printed 20 copies I don't know, maybe edition. more than that, but, I, but okay, well, well, super limited edition. Limited edition. It's like on eBay in a few years, it's going to be worth like hundreds of dollars. Thousands. Probably. probably. It was going to auction off somewhere. Yep. And, and what's so? What's limited about it? It's, I mean, it's it's the it's the unique cover. Okay. so it's the same as the regular book. Yes, but it's a limited, limited edition, edition cover. Cover. Yes. Is and, that boiling over there, Toby? And it's, and the yeah, way okay, you guys can get access to drawing to hot. the drawing Ooh. for this book is you got to tweet and tag Cross Politic in it and do some sort of kind of churchish curmudgeon tweet. And church, the best. So they're going to do a church curmudgeon. <laughs> But like they, tweet. Yep, but they got to make it up themselves. Okay, it's their own yeah, original, their own original, and tag cross politic. And we get to judge the best one. Yep, the best one we, wins. The one that we, we the one that we There's, all retweet. We all have to retweet it. Okay. Well, well yeah, but we can retweet it. And, and no, I bet, and I bet, to, and I bet we can get the church curmudgeon to actually retweet it to his ninety thousand. So we can like her. Oh, oh, that's oh, big one. Oh, that's, I like go. that. I like okay. that. So, but but so we're gonna vote on it. Like the three of us. The three of us will vote on it. Okay, so there's an odd number. So someone's going to win. Well, so. no, I just think that if we all retweet that tweet, 
We can like all of them. Whichever one we like, we can all like them. But the one that we retweet, why are you looking at me like that, Pastor Toby? That just seems so complicated. I want to, I want to retweet <laughs> all of them. We'll review the role. We'll everybody's re- a winner in your book. <laughs> oh, come give on. Them all, give them all participation trophies. We're going to give everybody yeah. a trophy. <laughs> like a good church curmudgeon. No, only one gets the book. Yes. Only one gets the book. Yeah. I'm, just, yeah, I'm just saying, like, we can we can retweet them, but then we'll have an official vote yes. on which one is the winner. And you're going to get a limited edition, then tweets my soul, uh, yes. special cover ship to you, to you, yes, from Church Curmudgeon. But you got to write us, and we're gonna, the, the one that that we like the best, yes, wins. And we got to write the, your own, compose your own. Imagine yourself as an old grumpy man <laughs> in the back of church, <laughs> and say something funny, and say something funny. I think we made that a little more difficult than it should have been. <laughs> okay. That's why I'm making coffee. We're all like confused because David's over there making coffee. Oh, because oh, oh, yeah. it smells that good. Oh, guys. The it's... best part of waking up is cross politic in your car. <laughs> Come I'm on, pretty man. sure that was a copyright or something. Huh? We no, can get no, sued now. No, it's a podcast. We don't have to pay. We're, we're in trouble right. now. Yeah, podcast yeah. gets teaching. away with everything. We're teaching. All right. So let's, let's get on to some news. Did anything um, happen this week? A little more serious. We're getting into a little more serious stuff. Um, Fidel Castro oh, passed away on Friday. He did. Um, capitalistic Friday, Black Friday, the best capitalistic Friday of the I thought he died on Thanksgiving. No, Friday, oh. Black Friday. And uh, but I think I think it's been kind of an odd response from Fidel. I, I guess maybe it's not odd. Um, a number of liberals have warmly have sent him warm greetings. Him and his family warm greetings. Because of his passing, uh, you know, some people, you know, uh, and, and one particularly that just like the Canadian, is, the Canadian, a Canadian prime, prime minister, minister, prime minister, Justin Trudeau, um, basically said, he said it's with deep I think, sorrow. I think it's Trudeau. Trudeau. Let him have his day. Let give me, have. give me my American pronunciation, <laughs> please. Got, it's okay. That's, <laughs> a, that's a Texan. My hooked on phonics. <laughs> Texan. American. Don't associate me with that. Hooked on phonics, Texan pronunciation. You're not federal over here, buddy. Um, it's with deep sorrow that I learned today the death of Cuba's longest serving president. How, how, why was he long serving? How did that happen? Uh, Fidel Castro was larger than a life leader who served his people for almost half a century. A legendary revolutionary and orator. Mr. Castro made significant improvements to the education and health care of his island nation. <laughs> Unreal. Wow. It, when, when new old diseases have started popping back up on, on the island that um, America and other first world nations have thoroughly dealt with, it's funny that he, he said that while a controversial figure, so he actually mentions his controversial figure, both Mr. Castro's supporters and detractors recognize his tremendous dedication and love for the Cuban people. <laughs> so, so did you guys see the Trudeau eulogies? The no, hashtag? no, no. Hash- so, so a bunch of people on Twitter start having fun with this. Oh man! Because he says that this this horrible man is is great at stuff. So, listen. So today we mourn Attila the Hun, a great statesman who led his people with grace to distant lands. His love of horses was renowned. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh God. jack the ripper was a gentleman who helped many prostitutes <laughs> escape the lifestyle and helped prevent the spread of stds oh, oh man right robespierre was a razor sharp politician theorist of sanguine conviction noted for keeping his head when others couldn't wow <laughs> Wow. There's a little pun in there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Keeping his <laughs> uh, Dude, would you like some cream or you just want it black and a little extra water? What would you like, um, Mr. Pastor Toby? I'm going to have a little bit of cream. A L- little bit of cream? Okay, little... I got you. Okay. It's, it's, uh... Oh, it's kind of that sweet stuff. It is. It is. Yeah, it's, oh, uh, no, no. It's the uh, you... caramel macchiato. Oh, my gracious. Really? I don't know if... I'll take it black and strong how I like uh, my uh, theology. Uh, I think I'll actually stick with you. <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> just my head. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it black. Just black? I'll just take it black. Yeah, just top it off there. That's great. <laughs> With deep sadness and a heavy heart, we remember Jadis the White Witch who worked tirelessly to reverse Narnian global warming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. This is warming it up for the curmudgeon that right here. That was great. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, talk about the use of humor. Yeah. <laughs> Trudeau eulogies. Check it out. Oh, my gracious. Hashtag. Hashtag, yeah. Well, so can, um, what do you think is kind of behind some of these... Uh, responses, particularly from liberals who are, I mean, at minimum, sugarcoating Fidel's atrocities. You know what I'm saying? 
Sorry. Toby. Sorry, I'm distracted. <laughs> he's, still, he's still laughing. Sorry. I'm trying to ask a All pastoral right. so, question serious, to Toby. Serious question. Serious question. What What do you think is kind of um, behind some of this silliness of uh, mo- most uh, liberals well, basically being um, right. sympathetic? So, right, which it, it's it's backwards and upside down because, yeah, he's yeah. Mistri- like he, he comes to power, promises – um, to lift up the poor yep. and the needy mm-hmm. and doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best um, obits that you can read on this is, was published by the Miami Herald. I forget yeah. the author. It was a, it was a number of, uh, I think it was like three or four uh, women that collaborated to write it. It's a lengthy obituary, uh, mm-hmm. a number of striking things in there. Uh, from 1961 to 1963, um, over, I think it was 14,000 children between the ages of like 6 and 18 uh, were um, secretly flighted out of Cuba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Operation Pedro Pan. Right. Um, to escape. To escape. I mean, so yeah. just, you know, the, the number of refugees, send the kids out. It's the largest unaccompanied evacuation of children in the history of the Western Hemisphere. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. Between six, 1961 and 1963. But that tells you, uh, how does it feel to be in Cuba? Yeah. How does it feel? You want to get out. You want to get out. We're shipping our kids out away from our houses. Get away. Get away. To know to who knows where they're right. going to end up but landing. But anything's better than here. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, you know, I can't remember what the other st- statistic was, but was uh, you know, I think at the height of his regime, uh, one in three pregnancies ended in an abortion. Mm. Um, Sorrow. No. No hope. No hope. No hope. Yep. Um, but. But here's the thing. So I think why are the why are some liberals, not all of them, um, but why are some of them um, going? Why are they why are they going with this? Why are they um, reaching out to him? I, I think what you find is that um, in on the left there really is a pretty significant division. There are some I think who have sort of old school liberal values. Yep. Um, they value equality above everything else, and so that drives their policymaking. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's classical liberalism. Classical basically. liberalism, yep. right? Yep. Uh, 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 equality, and and that's the main aim. <laughs> I'm just getting the grains out. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to preach a sermon here. Hey, have a sip of your coffee before you start. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. I just want to. I'm just saying, it's coffee. It's cross politic coffee. Oh, you know what that makes me want to do? Preach. Fight. Laugh and, and feast, feast. Mm. right there. Mm-hmm. Oh Amen. yeah, in, Amen. A, in a cup. Delicious. You know you can get that at you can get that at crosspolitic dot com. Oh really? Yeah. For, forward slash shop. Yeah. If you, or click <laughs> click on the link. And you know what? You know what's great about this? Https. It's, it's a capitalist thing. It's not like Fidel Castro. You wouldn't Ooh. have liked this kind of system. It's a free market. This money actually goes to us. Buy them. So we can continue to preach like you're about to do. Um, but there's another big segment of the left that really is just revolutionary. It's anarchic. Um, they just want to revolt. They want to. They want to bust the status quo. Yeah. It's this is this is Darwinism, you know, applied to culture. Darwinism uh, applied to politics. It's um, chaos is good. Um, Survival of the fittest. Yeah, and, and yeah. so you know, if you if you rearrange the pieces long enough uh, and enough, you know, good things happen, beautiful things happen, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. and so there's this the, the, this romanticism of of revolution. Mm. constant revolution and so i think i think for many on the left castor represents that right. um this this revolt this and and i think there's a deep there's a weird uh, syndrome um uh, uh this is a, a self uh, loathing self-hatred um that that uh, that has that has emerged in over the last number of years um and and a lot of people um just hate america Mm. Right. They hate. They right. hate. They hate the West. Mm-hmm. They hate, and I think fundamentally, what they hate is they hate Christianity. That's exactly right. That's what it represents. They hate. Yeah. They hate Christianity. See, I'm listening. And um, wow, uh, <laughs> multitasking over there. So, um, so Castro, though he stands for this sort of massive, like, give the West the finger. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Right. Mm. Um, and so I think that's why I, Colin Kaepernick is wearing his shirt. So if so if you're against what a lame so so if you if you stand against if you're against um, Christianity or against um, those values and you see them in America then that guy becomes sort of your hero because he come he stands as a symbol of sort of standing against um, Christianity Christian yeah. well, West well and what is you know because even even President Obama I mean he his was even pretty neutral yeah. he said i got it right here in front of me he said and i'll just read the opening paragraph the rest is kind of similar to this can you just read the whole thing for the next because <laughs> you want to drink your coffee, well, well, drink well, coffee. Well, that's right while chocolate knox makes coffee so he, obama's statement you can go to the whitehouse.gov to, to 
find the statement. He said, at this time of Fidel's passing, we extend a hand of friendship to the Cuban people. We know that this moment fills Cubans in Cuba and in the United States with powerful emotions, recalling the countless ways in which Fidel Castro altered the course of individual lives, families. <laughs> I mean, alter the course. I mean, it's, it's unreal. Wow. Strong feelings. History will record and judge the enormous impact of this singular figure on the people and world around him. How do you say how do you say something is really, really important without saying why or yeah. you know, making any judgment? Mm-hmm. Everybody can agree with that. But why right. why why would they not make a judgment on this? That's leadership. That's and the Cuban people they they celebrated in Miami. They're, they're still going on them for days. They, they were partying. Yeah. yeah, and and yet our own president, knowing that this guy has murdered tens of thousands, because he's got to be sensitive of the people that look to him as their hero. He, what you you saying that Obama has a concern and, to the people that are giving America the middle finger? Yeah, yeah. That's the PC. That's the PC thing. Yeah. Right? We got we got to you know we got to be careful about everybody's feelings. Here's what drives. Don't here, offend here, anybody. Here's what cracks me up is, is okay. Um, this is no no way am I defending um, Trump, but Trump has these comments from 2005. Uh, oh come on! Five, oh, come, on. Do you come on! Have to say that before. Come on! Of it? Right. Come on! Defend him! Just defend him! <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm not. But then, then I, think, I think you really want to. But then you know, then we have this leadership hole with Obama, and and says all these, you know, neutral things. You have do you have Trump's of, statement? Of, um. Uh, Oh yeah, he said he he tweeted Fidel is dead. Yeah, but then he he went more later. But that was his big tweet. Uh, which, know, but he but he also had a statement too. Yeah, let me let me find you, it. Get that? I'll give that up. And he was he was not ambiguous. Yeah. If you can imagine that, can you imagine Trump not being ambiguous? <laughs> like just telling us what he yeah. thinks. Yeah. Do you think? I don't he, think he does that much. Do you think he would do that? Do you follow him on Twitter? Oh, I do. <laughs> I do. So I follow. So let's talk about that. I didn't follow him on Twitter until he became president elect. I refuse. To follow. Oh, you're such a purist. No. no. <laughs> and why not? Be- because. What kind of I- principle were you upholding to say, I will not follow Trump? <laughs> well, I, I think I did. <laughs> I will not be contaminated <laughs> by that. I will <laughs> not support this. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I didn't want to give ear to a guy who I think didn't think should be president. And then now he's president. I need to, We need to pay attention to him. I, f- I follow Hillary. Oh, man. Yeah, Ooh, I, I, could, I could do that. I don't know how you do that I follow. I follow Obama. Could not I've, do that. I've, yeah, I tried. Yeah. So here's here's part uh, clips. here's clips from his uh, statement. He said Fidel Castro's legacy is one of firing squads, theft, unimaginable suffering, poverty, and denial of fundamental human rights. Yeah, unreal. It's true. Yeah, right. And and uh, that's refreshing. You know, mm-hmm. for for all the for all the, the the serious concerns and qualms you can have about Trump, which we agree with. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's refreshingly super refreshing, straightforward, mm-hmm. and. Um, even back to the tweet thing with Trump, I know this is a slight rabbit trail, but but I think it fits. He is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're losing listeners oh, right my now. Gracious. As we yeah, they're like yeah. Un- unsubscribe. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. It just helped me focus a little. I haven't had my coffee today, and so. Mike, you know. have you seen how Trump is? You know, he's 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 just he says these kind of things, straightforward yeah. things. Fidel is dead. You know, you know, firing squads, whatever. He's going off on like you know CNN. He's going off yeah. of all these people. He doesn't care. Some of it's cringeworthy. Yeah. Some of it's you know sort of disturbing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like, and what a weird world. We're gonna talk. We're talking about Twitter. You know, just the oddity of Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Church yeah. curmudgeon doing his tweeting, right? But like, president elect, the president of the United States is tweeting, and he's just saying whatever comes to his head. Yeah. And, and it used to be a time like that. Well, really? Well, I mean, where the president didn't feel so guarded. Like, he was going yeah. to yeah. kind of yeah, straightforward. But the media is freaking out. Yeah. Flipping out. And yet Obama. And 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 doesn't and, – but, but the thing is, is that Trump doesn't care. Yeah. And the more the media flips out about it, the more people like Trump. Mark Wahlberg told Hollywood, he said, they don't care about you. Middle America does not care about you. And this election made that clear. Yeah. When we come back, <laughs> the church curmudgeon, he's up next, and I'm going to sit here during the break and enjoy my cup of uh, Fight, Laugh, Feast, available at CrossPolitik.com. Mm. Well, this, it is really good. It is. Oh, it's yeah. so oh, good. Oh, yeah. This, this coffee. Uh, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's my favorite. Yeah. Stocking stuffers, I think. Canon Press is a publishing house located in Moscow, Idaho. Canon Press, we create and provide products that sketch a vision of the whole life, a whole culture. 
a life full of beauty, tradition, education, community, laughter, and celebration, unashamed of Christ, and sharply at odds with the values of modernity, a mature culture with the church at the center, living out the good life, one family at a time. We believe our book, audio, and visual selections reflect this exciting life that God has given us under the sun. As the wisest man said, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already accepted your works. Canonpress.com. For 21 years and counting, New St. Andrews College has sought to obey Christ's great commission to disciple nations and build him a house, not just in Jerusalem, but throughout the world, not with stones and mortar, but with living stones. We build and fight. This is the task of a Christian liberal arts college to equip students with the tools to build and fight. And this is our joyful task as we seek to graduate leaders who shape culture through wise and victorious living. To learn more, check us out online at nsa.edu forward slash explore. Welcome back to Cross Politic. Joining us on this segment is oh my gracious, I'm excited. It's the church curmudgeon. Hey. Give it up. Uh, we got... Hey, hey. <laughs> church curmudgeon is the old guy who sits on the back pew of the sanctuary, farthest from the drums he measured. You can find his complaints on Twitter at church, C-H-R-C-H, curmudgeon, and on Facebook. I was just pulling you up here a second ago on, on Twitter, uh, and I, I started laughing right before we called you. Uh, you, you tweeted an hour ago, join us at church tonight for the hanging of the greens. They should have known better than to sit in the wrong pew. <laughs> Were they black? Chuck Knox. So, Curmudgeon, what are you guys doing over there? Oh. <laughs> what kind of church do you go to? <laughs> so, AKA also David Regeer. So, Thank you. That's me. Yeah. So yes. tell us, uh, David, uh, tell us about our, how how did this happen? <laughs> what, what, what? Oh, gosh. Well, uh, I started this. It, it, it's actually been just over six years now uh, wow. that, I've been, that, I, that I've been on Twitter. And uh, it, it just started. I, I, I had a personal account for a short time, and then there were, there were a couple of uh, just anonymous uh, kind of fake worship leader, fake pastor accounts and things like that. Just a couple of them out there. And then I thought, you know, nobody represents the old guy on the back pew. Uh, <laughs> who, who needs representation? Church, <laughs> absolutely. Every, every church has one, uh, at least one. And, uh, and so, you know, you have to have the guy who's complaining about everything that's going on. And for some reason, it was one of those things that I I just found my niche with that. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I want to know about this one. Ain't no potluck like a Baptist potluck because a Baptist potluck don't, don't stop. stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was at a church once. you know how we Baptists love our hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, like, what, what old guy, what old guy knows that song? Yeah, well, that's the thing that got me is that you don't sound old. I'm expecting this old, oh, yeah, you little young whippersnappers, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm expecting that guy, and you don't sound like that at all. I'm a little taken back. So yeah, I was... I, 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 I'm, I'm right in the middle. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting 50 this year. Okay. Oh, well, congratulations. So, all right. So I was, I was at a church. Thank you. I was at a church one time um, in, in Oregon, and it was a charismatic church, and all of a sudden the drum beats started happening. <laughs> and it goes, and then the next thing you hear is, "Ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party, cause a Holy Ghost party don't stop." stop. Yeah, I know that. And I was like, "That was it. so." I grew up in a Presbyterian church, and we didn't know what that was. <laughs> so, so, oh, no. yeah. I wish nobody knew what that was. <laughs> I, I wish. Yeah. I wish and, and there's there's a good reason. Yeah. So, David, tell me this. Uh, are you naturally a complainer then, right? Like you're a professional complainer at this point. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, now I'm getting paid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I here's the thing is that that for the past 20 some years, 25 years I've been a worship leader and so I've just gotten to hear hear all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz the music guy gets the most complaints. 
Yeah, yeah, the music guy gets all of them. He gets, he, he's the brunt of it. So I've gotten the anonymous notes in my box and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, man. And so, so I know where they're coming from. So do people from your church like hear their complaints through the curmudgeon and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> that was, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. They, they they don't know. I'm just mining them for material. <laughs> <laughs> now are they are are your church members more careful around you now? <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, they're they're all good with it. They're That's all great. good with it. That's great. Now, who who's the guy on the cover? Who is that 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 face? That's an epic. I really wish I knew. Face. That's that is that is the big question because because here, here's the truth. I I just found that on on Google when I I went through an image search and looked for angry old man, and that was the one that popped up. And I said, "That's perfect." <laughs> and, some guy out there. <laughs> yeah, he's like some guy out there. He's probably an atheist. <laughs> he's like, by, by now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like one of the you know as I read through your book, which we're going to be giving away a copy of your book on, on the show. Um, uh, then tweets my soul the best of the church convention. As I read through it, you're you're pretty hard on on worship leaders. Um, uh, there's a, there's or somebody else is. Or, 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 or the right. church commission yeah, exactly. is pretty hard on, on worship leaders. And one of, one of my favorites is um, his Starbucks order had more words in it than the worship song he led on Sunday. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yes, Ouch. yes. And then here's another one. Worship team practice tonight. They'll be working on new arrangements of old hymns so the seniors can hate them too. <laughs> New arrangements of old hymns so the seniors can hate them. So you're, it seems like you're, one of your major themes is kind of making fun of or, or a church curmudgeon with the worship uh, team, songs, music, so forth. Is that kind of coming from oh, yeah. pulling from all your experience there that you were talking about earlier? Well, yeah. See, here, here's the thing is that I started out as a young worship leader doing all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, 25 <laughs> you years. Know, uh, yeah, just, just doing – you know, I, uh, I, I spent some time – uh, early on in the vineyard movement, and so I know what it's, it's like to have a, a song that has about eight words in it. Right, and you just do it over and over, and it and it feels all worshipful somehow or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then, then the you know, uh, then I asked John Calvin into my heart. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> you too? Oh, he's so awesome. <laughs> Uh, but no, seriously, it, it, you know, as you go along, you you grow in depth and you grow in 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 what uh, you know right. uh, what right. worship is all about, and, and you realize, okay, we we have to uh, we we have to be deeper than this. We have to to, to use more words to mm-hmm. you know uh, teach and admonish one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, mm-hmm. and so we you know we, we got to do all of that. And so I'm. That's what I'm about now, you know. But I had to grow into that. So when I when I told my wife we were interviewing you, uh, she she doesn't know who you are. I, I I think I maybe read her a few of them, but she says so. So does she do? Does he do this to actually you know build up the church? And <laughs> and um and and so when I was thinking like uh, getting ready to talk to you, like there's a. It, it seems to me that there's a serious business to humor. There's a real, yeah. there's a serious business to it, and I, and I wanted to just ask about, you know, so by business you mean purpose? Yeah, it's like serious yeah, purpose yeah, yeah, to yeah. the humor. Because I was seeing money signs. I was no, no, that's not dollars. No, it's like ninety thousand Twitter followers. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a pastor. I don't know anything about making money. Uh, what I can help you with that. <laughs> so, so yeah, what? Talk to us a little bit about sort of what's what's the what's the serious purpose behind Church Curmudgeon? Well. Okay, there is a big part of it that it just it lets me kind of spout off. I've always had a little bit of a smart mouth. Um, it's, <laughs> it's gotten me into it's gotten me into trouble in staff meetings and all of that kind of stuff. It's like you know, okay, let's get on with the meeting. And I have I, I just have I, I came down with a case of equips when I was young, and uh, <laughs> and never and recovered. That's, that's never left me. <laughs> Uh, so, but, so this is, this is an outlet for that, but I do have a point of view and I do have, uh, um, you know, uh, I have a desire that, that people, uh, a, that, that they would not take the things that don't need to be taken seriously so seriously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
uh, and by doing that, you know, you, you have to, you have to poke some holes. You have to, uh, to pop some balloons. Uh, and b- because people do take the wrong things very seriously sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then, then also there, there's lighthearted ways to just get people to think too. Right, and, right. and to, to, to take some things more seriously than they, you know, than they had been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So black black Friday yeah. Black Friday pro tip: wear a blue vest to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> now, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, church commudgeon. Could you do that in the mic again next yeah, time? Sorry. Like, I'm right sorry. Into I should, it. I know. Cough I know. right into our ears. Da- uh, Chalk, can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta wipe off my ear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to speak and it didn't come out. Um, so the church needs a curmudgeon is kind of what you're saying. You're kind of getting at we, we need this. And, you know, the way I look at humor is it, it it deals with some serious sins in a very in a way that maybe some sort of um, rebuke or some sort of confrontation wouldn't regularly or normally deal with that same problem. It takes like for the, yeah. like, for example, like the sin of pettiness. Humor is really effective there. Um, you know, you, you make, you make fun of a lot of things, you know, worship leaders or, um, you know, apply the eight words to, uh, to a song and, and kind of point out that there's no depth there in that kind of worship music and, and humor is effective, but humor, the, humor only works if there's a standard. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, if, like, if, it's like poetry, oh, right. If, right. There, if there's no standard, then there's, then you can't, it's I mean, not funny because humor is based on the fact that something is off kilter. Right. Exactly. It's, it's not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it sort of exploits yeah. that. There, there's no such thing as postmodern humor. It just doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Now, one of the, the effective things um, also, and, and this is where my question's getting at, is is humor also can bring odd people together, odd cultures together. So, you, you, you know, you're reformed and you're charismatic or you're, right. you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're Baptist and you're Methodist or whatever. Have you kind of seen a little bit of that? I mean, you got 90,000 Twitter followers. Well, yeah, well, you have yeah, Rick I Warren have following you and you have me following you. And- <laughs> And it's yeah. a whole bunch in the middle. Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got one time I got retweeted by Rick Warren and James White in the same day. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you made it. Yeah, that 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 was cognitive dissonance right there. I was like, wow, I, I, so, I must be onto something. So you're you're but, you're uh, working for an you're, you're an ecumenical worker here. There you yes, go. That's right. That's it. I yeah, I'm I'm all about the unity of the church. <laughs> Which is not what the church commudgeon is known for. <laughs> no, exactly. But in his in his own strange way, somehow he, somehow he does that. Now, have you ever had someone so come it, up come up to you and say, "Hey, that was I really did do that. You tweeted something, and it really nailed them." And it's like, actually, that was me. Yes, I I have uh, I, I I have that happen every once in a while where 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 somebody says, "Hey, that." Uh, that, that was that was right where I was. I wish I had a good example for you. I'll think of something, but mm-hmm. uh, but 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 it does happen that that people say, "Oh, that that's that's my case." Yeah. And now related to this, have you had a lot of people? Um, have you had some people kind of get frustrated with you, mad at you? Hey, why are you, why are you making fun of us? You know that kind of. Oh thing? yeah. Um, it, I see, now on on Twitter, I've I've kind of got my my audience is fairly established and they understand what I'm doing and stuff. But yeah. uh, but I'm I'm on Facebook as well, and and the the fun thing about Facebook is that people can comment at length. Oh, right. Uh, you said fun thing. <laughs> That's the fun That's thing. The fun thing. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. They need a limit. And yeah, I know it's uh, and and I don't. I, I just let them go. I, I will almost never answer anybody on there about that because I, yeah. I just like to let them go, uh, go off because it, it I, you know, I, I invented this holiday called Benny Hinn day. <laughs> Everybody gets healed, huh? No, no, it's, uh, it, it, it's in the fall when you turn the clocks back, I, I, I put up a picture of Benny Hinn and I say, Everybody fall back. <laughs> oh, that's great. We got to get that meme. <laughs> All right, yep. that's going up on and, our Facebook and, page. And, and I and I and I get people commenting on there. Why are you tearing down a prophet of God? Oh, right. Yeah. And <laughs> and and it's like, well, and I didn't even say anything about you 
really pro or con Benny Hinn. Yeah. I didn't. I honestly didn't say anything. But some people get so worked up about even if you even if you have uh, a, a little tiny bit of a joke about somebody, they they get worked up about that that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So are, are like, you oh, okay? I, what, what, I want to know what brand you are. Are you Baptist, Reformed Baptist? I mean, you let Calvin into your heart. So where where is the curmudgeon? <laughs> what kind of church is the curmudgeon sitting in? Where they have a worship leader. Well, right now, the, the, the curmudgeon right now is sitting in a uh, in a Southern Baptist church, mm-hmm. um, a fairly traditional Southern Baptist church that's trying to you know just 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 going along. And we we are we are in a community of some older folks, and uh, uh, but in, you know it's Southern California, so we have older folks, and we have uh, a largely Hispanic community as well. So we're we're just uh, waiting through, uh, you know, how, how do we deal with these these different cultures and all of that kind of stuff? That's where I am now. Mm. But here, here's the thing: I grew up Mennonite. Oh wow! Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So. <laughs> it just stops right there. Uh, yeah. So, so it, you're you said you you picked up uh, tweeting about um, six years ago, um, which probably would have placed yeah. you around the age 44. Um, and it's harder for older people generally to kind of pick up this kind of technology. But at the same time, you, you've you've picked up this technology, and it's kind of created a different life for you. It's created a personality for you, and and probably probably some income for for you. Could you ever imagine that Twitter was going to take you to this this place? Well, uh, well, as far as the income go, I've never really monetized any of that until until writing the book. So uh, this is just you know. It, it's been a hobby. It's been one of those things that's like, Dad, get off the iPad. <laughs> uh, now you can say, hey, uh, I'm making money over here. I'm making money. <laughs> exactly. I know. I know. It's been, yeah, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I, it, it's something I kind of fell into naturally as far as, uh, as getting, uh, you know, once I started getting into 140 characters uh, and, 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 and being funny in that, in that kind of thing, I think being a songwriter helped do it, do that because you have to, <laughs> yeah. you have to compose, you compose. Yeah. You know, right, I, exactly. I, I compose. So, uh, that part helps. But, is, um, is there a place to find any of the music that you write? Uh, I have, uh, you know, it, it's been a while since I've released anything. Uh, uh, one of these days I'm going to, Start linking some stuff. I've done so. I've written a, a number of choral works uh, that you can find on my uh, my YouTube page, uh, but, and but I don't even know what that is right now. So. <laughs> we'll have to put that in the description uh, for yeah. the show. We'll find that. That'd be great to hear some of your work. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send you a link when I can uh, when I get the chance. You can put it in the show notes. Now, do your kids retweet Church Commission? Uh, my my oldest son does. I, I've got four kids, and they are age sixteen down to three. Okay. And uh, the three year old doesn't doesn't get it much. <laughs> uh, you're a little too quick for him. Guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he, he, he he's a man of action. He'd rather out, be out in the yard. Um, <laughs> But uh, my, the funny thing is, my seven-year-old daughter has, uh, since we got the books, she's been just sitting on the couch reading the books and just shaking her head and going, "Oh, Dad." <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah, that's really great. <laughs> now, now, what is a uh, last question here before before we let you go? What does your wife think about this whole venture? Oh, uh, she. Uh, it took her a couple of years before she even really realized what I was doing with it. But she's uh, she shakes her head and and you know she she's kind of the the stable one in the family who just kind of holds everything together. Uh, she enjoys it. She 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 does get a kick out of it. But but uh, really she she's the one who keeps me grounded and uh, and and in the uh in the realm of the family and and reminding me that uh you know i i gotta be around and i gotta be present and all of that kind of stuff and it's it, it it's good to have that yeah well well thanks a bunch folks you can follow uh david rigier um aka church curmudgeon 
on Twitter. You can also check out his book, Thin Tweets My School, the best of the church commotion. David, thank you for joining us. Thank you. This is Cy Timbrigenke with Answer Anyone Apologetics. Somebody comes up to you and says that they don't believe in God. What have they just done? They've just blasphemed God. You see, blasphemy is not only taking the name of God in vain, but taking his word in vain as well. In Romans chapter 1, we're told that everyone has sufficient knowledge of God to leave them without excuse. When someone says that they don't believe in God, they're in effect calling him a liar. They're blaspheming God. What do we do? We ignore the blasphemy and lay out our evidential case for God. Now imagine that somebody came up to you and said, I think your wife's a prostitute. They'd be, in a way, blaspheming your wife. Would you say, well, last night she was at home making dinner, so I don't think she was out walking the street. The night before that, she was at choir practice, so I'm pretty sure she wasn't walking the street then either. And the night before that, she was at her parents' house, so I really don't think my wife's a prostitute. Would you do that? Would you lay out an evidential argument for your wife's purity? Of course not. You'd say, that's my wife you're talking about. Choose your next words wisely. Why then, when people blaspheme God, do we act as though nothing has happened? Christians need to revere the name and the word of God. Sure, have the discussion with the unbeliever, but make sure that they realize what they're doing when they say that they don't believe in God. For more apologetic answers, visit AnswerAnyone.com. Welcome back to Cross Politic, y'all. How's that mm. coffee, David? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? We, we doing something? Uh, I'm at my happy place. What you drinking over there? I'm some Fight Laugh Feast oh. Sovereignty Blend. Ooh. Available at CrossPolitik.com. Where, where can you find that? Uh huh. CrossPolitik.com. Mm. Hey, have we talked about memo yet? No, we haven't. I, I no, was making not. coffee during the yeah. first segment, and then we had the church curmudgeon. Yeah, you weren't listening to anything we said. What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> so have you? Ta- so we haven't talked about memo. Nope. We're going to need an intervention. Okay. So there is a new way to contact us at crosspolitik.com. <laughs> for all for all three of you. For for all three of our listeners, now you can go on your phone, pull up the memo application while you're listening, or if you <clears throat> happen to finish listening to Cross Politic, mm-hmm. record a voice memo and then email it to memo at crosspolitik.com, and we'll play we'll we'll play your your snark your comment. Your encouragement on the show. We're going to play it? We're going to play yeah, it on, on the, the show. show. That's, what, that's, why, that's so, what's so cool about Memo. All phones now. Why do you have a selfie stick in your hand? Because. Um, <laughs> this here's just got why. really weird. Put, put that down. No, no, no. Put no, that no. Down. no, here's why. Because <laughs> away from the selfie stick. Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay? This just got scary. Uh, there, um, hang on here. From Church Commudgeon. This this will clarify a lot of this right here in like two seconds. Here. Church Commudgeon has you get pulling out a this selfie is, stick. This is Gabe's new like oh, devotional. No. I know. It I'm is. gonna need some more of this. It totally is. Oh, you guys gotta <laughs> talk for a second while I find uh, out why tie this into why so I got the selfie stick. All phones nowadays have the memo option. Go to your I was, phone. I was looking for it. Where, yeah, just, where is it? So you know the little search. <laughs> engine, I'll, I'll show you right now. So a little search engine on your phone. Thumbprint. Down type in memo. Type in memo. Type. Or ask Siri. Ask Siri. Siri, where's memo? Okay, memo. And it says voice memos. Pops oh, up. oh, there it is. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Okay. And, and you can click that. Click on it. Click on voice memo. Okay, and then I can record it. You can re- Exactly. Hit record button. Say, yo, yo, <laughs> yo, yo. No, the- you're supposed to say something like, I really, really enjoy cross politics. I really enjoy cross politics. Tell Gabe to keep his beard. Yeah. Uh, mm. and, <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, send me some of that. Oh, uh, coffee? Yes. Please? Yes. Do a giveaway? Yes. Okay. Love you. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, just, I just recorded it. And, then, and then after you record, you can see done. the memo there. It's done. Yep. Now, save see, it. Oh, save don't it. have to save it. Right below the play button, there's a little send button. Hit that send button, Hold and on. it opens up your email for you. Send button. Okay. Uh-huh. I got it. Uh-huh. Then it opens up email. Options. Got you, it. Yep. And we want to nope. send and it then to we'll memo. Memo at crosspolitik.com. At, where's the add button? There it is. At cross Pilot. There we go. Yeah. You, you guys lost me already. Oh, man. <laughs> You're looking for something. Yeah. All right, I so it. Now, I now we get it. I just sent it. And we're going to go to our email and we'll play it. 
oh. on the show for the next show. Oh wow! And so we get to hear other people comment on the show. Yeah. Other good, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Give, the, give us input. We have a lot of smart. We have ten smart listeners. At least, at, at least. least ten smart listeners. I'm sorry for the others that are not, but the, the ten <laughs> smart listeners that are there, we love to hear from you. I mean, I, a lot of times people send us stuff that, like yeah. for instance, we're talking about the um, sending our children to war. Mm. And he said, hey, we don't want the government. What are you doing with the selfie stick? I'm, Put that down. Studio. No, studio don't pick. do that. No. Are you Facebook living right now? No, no, I'm not. Oh, oh man. My gracious. Can, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in there. Am I? Oh, it's not working. Good. Hang on, I got to fix. No. But the church curmudgeon said, he said, the Bible says we won't be tempted beyond what we can handle. But when I see someone with a selfie stick, I want to whack him with it. He's That's right. Can I borrow that? Me and my wife, we were in uh, Maui for one of our anniversaries a long time ago. He is so and, right. And I need to see the church curmudgeon. David, David, if you're listening to this episode, <laughs> I'm telling you, you're right. You're right. Me, me and me and Knox, we're ready. Oh, oh man. Me and my wife were in Maui one time, and uh, we take we uh, we laugh at people who have selfie sticks in public and are using them. Mm-hmm. And we pulled over to the side. We were looking over a cliff one time. And this couple were doing the selfie stick over the cliff kind of thing. <laughs> and my, me and my wife both took a picture of it at the same time, and they looked at us and saw us in the car <laughs> taking a picture at them. <laughs> And we're both holding our camera up, our phone up. <laughs> uh, too late. So why does why 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 laughter? Hmm. Yeah, you know um, why 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 spend so much time laughing? Well, I think good comedy, good laughter, is able to bring out a point or say something that isn't, we can't normally say to someone. You know, but isn't the gospel serious? Uh, well, yes and no. Of course, it's serious, but it doesn't. It, comedy or laughter is a venue to get you to open up about something that you probably wouldn't be as open to before. Okay. Right. So as a, so as like a, a conversation starter element or a, a, a way of warming people up, a way of reaching out, a way of relating or helping them see the, see the same point from a different perspective. Okay. okay. And so, um, what, really Gabe, he's talking. doing it really? again. No, yeah. no, I can't <laughs> focus with you in this selfie stick. <laughs> And it's not funny, so it's not helping me see this from a different perspective at all. Uh-oh. It's not working. It's not no. working. I think he's try- doesn't want it to work. I think he's trying to be funny. It is not good to, th- and it's not working. <laughs> it's not. It is not good for the Holy Spirit for this to work. Um, obviously. So, but why? So, is that all? It just helps you see it from a different angle. What else? Um. Well, how about? Well, the Bible. I mean, Proverbs talks about laughter being good for the soul too, right? It is. And and and. And the joy of the Lord. The joy away. of the Lord is our strength. Can, you, can I have the selfie no, stick? No, you're gonna give me, me this. You're gonna game. beat me with it. Oh yeah, mm. it might get violent <laughs> in here. Yeah, so so that's one. That's the, jo- one. the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah, yeah. And we, I mean, we 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 have to we have to laugh mm-hmm. because we we need to rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. Amen. Right. Yeah. Now, of course, rejoicing always doesn't mean that everything's always slap happy, funny, silly. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, there are horrific things that happen in the world. We go to funerals. We lose loved ones. Uh, death's not the way it's supposed to be. Right. Uh, pain, suffering's not the way it's supposed to be. But it's, it's we, we Ecclesiastes talked, three. There's a time for everything. Yeah. But right. we. But but as we talked to, uh, it was it was Oz Guinness. Remember when yeah. uh, we went to see the wizard? Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, remember he, in his book he talks about this how um, how the gospel is um, sort of has a comedic element to it. Mm-hmm. Because because the cross isn't the last word. It's, it's not. not it's not a tragedy, right? It's it's yeah. It's a comedy in the classical sense. Not uh-huh. that it's always you know hilarious, rip roaring, right? Funny, but that but but like go, Dumb and Dumber. But God gets. But God, <laughs> he's only going to laugh at that all by himself. Just, as long as he doesn't have the selfie <laughs> stick, I'm if, fine. If we, if, we, if we ignore him, maybe he'll learn. <laughs> maybe he'll learn. Um, but but the resurrection is God's last laugh. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's that, right. God gets the last laugh. And and all the powers of darkness, sin, Satan and death did their worst. And and God raised his son from the dead and said, "Ha." Right? Yeah. Psalm 2, right? The the nations, the the kings of the earth set themselves against that's God's exactly anointed. What yeah. And what does he do from heaven? He laughs. He laughs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So if our God, if our God is laughing in heaven at the Fidel Castros of the world, at the tyrants of the world who oppress and mistreat, at the at the abortion doctors, right? Mm-hmm. If our God in heaven is laughing at them saying, you are doing your worst, but my son lives. Mm. 
Um, and and I and I've purchased this world with the, his precious blood, and nothing can undo that. And I will raise them all up at the last day. We can laugh with our God. Well, and I think that, that and, and that laughter though is. I'm sorry. I'm, t- I'm just no. Go. I'm going to go. go. Do it. That laughter though is part of the way that we confess that Jesus is Lord. Mm. It's the way. It's it's how we actually proclaim it. Mm-hmm. We're laughing, and then mm. there's there's and again there's a time there's a time to mourn. There's a time to be serious, but but there's joy in our heart because Jesus lives. Mm. There's joy in our heart that because Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, and everybody doing their worst. Yeah, right. North Korea doing their worst. Mm-hmm. Iran doing its worst. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Um, we say, yeah, no, we're working for justice, and in the meantime, there's joy in our hearts because Jesus lives, because the resurrection is the last laugh of God. That's because you know the narrative too. Right? Right. You, know, like, you know the story. You know the story. So we fight, we laugh, and we feast. Well, I think that that also points to there's there's just depth. If there's laughter in this world, there's depth in this world, and there's depth on how we handle things. Right. And if you think of all the, um, I mean, you go back and and think of so so when we, we're talking about church curmudgeon a little bit, that's kind of a you know small C comedy. Sure. What we want to talk about is the the big, large big C, the big C, the large C. Is that is there a large C? Mm, I don't know. I just see like gang signs. What is going on? But you're right. But, because, but you look because, at the whole narrative. Of, yeah. right, let me finish it with this. Right. You look. You look at the whole narrative, and and you see at times how um, God used this depth of of change in a people, or God used this this depth of communication to change the world. So you look at you think of um, uh, you know Israel in in Egypt, and Israel's in Egypt, and Pharaoh says, you know, we need to kill all these boys because there's someone that's going to rise up and, and, and challenge me. Well, there's, yeah, there's, and, there, and there's what too, happened there's there. too many of them. They're going to, they're yeah, going to revolt. They're, they're going to revolt. And what happened is, is more babies started coming. Right. The Hebrew wives started, yep. you know, lying about it and, and, and God couldn't even, uh, those Pharaoh, women are so strong. Pharaoh couldn't stop. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Those, those he, women, those huh? Hebrew women, you don't they know just, how they give babies. They, they got just, birthing hips. They just <laughs> pop them out. We get there. It's like, what do you want us to do? Right. And they're, and yeah. they're lying straight face. Oh, yeah, yeah. To the oh, yeah. King. and God blessed them. And, mm. and there's a de- that's that was that's a really depth. comical, right? Right, and a big big C large C comedy. Right. And then you look at them, uh, right. and in the moment it's dark. I was gonna say like yeah, right. In the moment it's dark. In the moment it's serious, and they're taking their hands, their, their lives in their hands. They're risking yeah, their lives right. to defy the king. If he'll king, if he'll kill babies, he'll kill midwives. Right, right. No problem. But but in order to defy the king, because you love God. You have to see a bigger picture. Right. You have to have a, a deeper understanding of the world. And even when it's that dark, you know that darkness is not all that there is. There's actually light. Mm-hmm. And when, when I think of this big C topic, I also think of Jonah. Um, you have this this prophet who doesn't Because want. of the ocean and the water? Because the of the ocean and water? That's the big the C. The big C. Oh, <laughs> man, You're Toby. You're a rapper now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Pass the rapper. The big C. Oh. No, don't do that. Okay. <laughs> No, we're still on air. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, think of think of Jonah. Is he was this he was this prophet who didn't want to obey God. Yeah. He flees from God. He was the original church curmudgeon. He was. <laughs> right? Hey, we need a tweet for that one. Uh, there we go. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. In a lot of ways, Mister Grumpy he Pants in the back. Right. He was sitting in the back. Uh uh-uh. uh. Went the wrong direction. Not going to go to Nineveh. God swallows him up with a big giant fish. Yep. Um, and it's funny. It's funny. Which it's big funny. C funny, right? right. And then, and then the fish throws him up on the shore. <laughs> yeah, and 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 to be able to and, and, fish puke. Oh, and so there's a depth that's going on there that should that that God uses to get at us in a way that um, just coming straight at you is not going to have that same effect. Yeah, it, you know? one of the one of the stories I think of since we're picking out stories from the Bible, going back to the Moses story. Bible story time. Uh, yeah, Bible oh, yes. story time. Everybody, sit down, cross your legs. Oh, with some get coffee. your coffee. <laughs> So you, you have a pharaoh who says, kill all the boys, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want these boys dead. I want these boys dead. And all of a sudden, a boy comes into his household. Ooh, look, a boy. 
<laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's, right. He's going to kill. He ends up raising, raising the boy. The very boy Moses he wanted to kill. Who delivers right. Israel, Come on, right? that's hilarious. It is. Yeah. You know, and God brings him in through the back door. Oh, you want to kill boys? Your hey. your your daughter. Here, here you go. Your daughter's going to adopt one, and he's going to yeah. say, "Kill him!" Oh, look at this boy. Yeah. Yeah. What is? Oh, he's a Hebrew boy. Right. And this <laughs> we'll take him, and we'll get his mother we'll to him. raise him. And this, <laughs> is, this is all tied to the sovereignty of God, right? Yes, exactly. So, so uh, let's back it up just a, a you know a generation before that. Joseph gets sold into slavery by his brothers, who basically want him dead. Yep. He gets sold into slavery. He go, you know, he gets mistreated. Sent, ends up in prison. God raises him up. Pharaoh raises him to the right hand. His brothers show up. Of course, you know, there's the whole, uh, you know, charade of who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> he recognizes it. They don't. Yeah. This, yep. this is funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then finally, of course, they they recognize him. Then who he is? He makes himself known. They're terrified. They think he's going to get revenge. And, and he says, no, I'm not the judge. God's the judge. And then he explains to them, he says, what you meant for, for evil, that's right. God meant for good. Amen. All right. So the sovereignty of God um, means that he, he's able to override everything in the story with his meaning. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't, that doesn't mean that there aren't really evil, truly evil things. Right. But the things that we do and mean for evil, God is able to turn for good. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means there is nothing so dark, nothing so evil that God is not able to pull a punchline mm-hmm. out of. Yeah, right. He right. can he can turn it into a joke. That's how he writes. That's right. how we, and that's the story he's writing. And we know that he's done 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 that in all these stories in history. Let's talk about you know the baby boys, right, right. Mm-hmm. But we know that ultimately because of Jesus, right, right. And to tie this into Christmas season, you have the same scene. Fast forward yes. thousands of years later, kill the baby boys. You have Herod killing the baby boys. And, and what happens? Right, right, and and in fact, um, the uh, what was it? The the scribes and Pharisees knew the prophecy that Jesus was coming, and they told Herod, <laughs> "Oh, he'll be born in Bethlehem. He'll be born in Bethlehem." <laughs> yeah, Matthew chapter two. He'll be born in Bethlehem. We can actually point out the text in Micah. Right. Was it Micah? Right. Yeah, yeah. And and he and they point out the text. They tell Herod where he's going to be born. So Herod sets up a perimeter. Yeah. Around um, uh, Bethlehem for two years and kills all the all, for and kills all the babies under two years old. Right, and Jesus comes out of that. Right, yeah, that's our that that's but that tells us that that's the kind of God we serve. That he he overrules, he rules, and he overrules, mm-hmm. and because of that, um, we have to have that kind of depth of soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and fundamentally, you have to know this if you know Christ, if you know Him yourself. Um, if you've been saved, if you've been forgiven, then you know something about this. Yeah, because yeah. God's already told that story in you. Yeah, right. Because he's Amen. He's taken he's taken the darkness in you, and he's shined his he's shined his light on you. Amen. Right, yeah. and so he's turned evil that you know the things you've done for evil, mm-hmm. things you meant for evil, and he's turned it and he's received it, and instead he's given us the righteousness of Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so so we already, if you know Christ, you you should already be chuckling. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Because you're like, oh my goodness, God has been conspiring to save me. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's been using all these things all this time. Yeah. And 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 yes, I was horrible. I was an enemy. I was sinful. I was dark. And yet he saved me. The punchline of salvation in right. your life. And wow. and, and yeah. so if, if he can do that with me in my darkness, in my evil, in my rebellion, he can do that anywhere and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so that gives you eyes of faith. Amen. Right, right to engage the world, engage your family, engage your workplace, engage the culture, right? Because you serve the God who rules and overrules yeah. everything. I, I like so what, we can laugh. I like what you said about eyes of faith. I think, and for me, I'm a Christian, um, and never knew never knew a time where I didn't know Jesus. So I, I, I never knew a time where I, I was in darkness. I've always been in the light. Um, and uh, comedy for me, I think, helps me um, see my pettiness. Mm-hmm. It helps me see things that I shouldn't be taking seriously, or even in that dark moment of challenge, sorrow, grief, or a trial, yeah. comedy helps me deal with that. It's, it's a way to fight my sin away, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a way to fight temptation right. and everything, and it's beautiful. And it's like in, in comedy, it points out your pettiness in a way that it hurts a little bit. Right. <laughs> it, it, for me, it's been my complaining. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, where, you know I, yeah. I was just reading... Um, Reading the text where uh, Egypt complained about manna from heaven. <laughs> yeah. And they said, guys, remember when we had like fish in Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> now, we like, got, yeah. now we got this stupid magic bread. <laughs> We're free men with magic bread, but fish in Egypt was so good, guys. Remember that? Right. Oh, wow. You know, 
And it's like First Corinthians, like, don't complain like they did. Right. Yeah. You know, like, why would you complain? God has been so good to us in so many different ways. Yeah. And so I see that in myself. It's like, Lord, I am that person. Forgive right. me. Right. I and had they, to laugh they, at myself. You right. Know? And the ability to laugh just reminds you that, yeah, it's 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 the joy of the spirit. It's, it's That's right. It, you know, that, that God is with you. I remember when my father-in-law was dying um, a couple of years ago. And uh, and he, you know, I, I spent the last about month of the li- his life, I spent quite a few nights with him, helping my mother-in-law take mm. care of him. And I remember one, I would, I would help him get up at night. He couldn't sleep very good. And, you know, he was suffering from cancer. And we were, we, it took him about a half an hour to trudge like 20 steps down to the restroom and back. It was, it was slow and painstaking, but several nights towards the end, I remember we, we had some, like, we just, he would find something hilarious. Wow. And like, he's just suffering and you're looking and then we just start dying laughing. Then he, he'd start coughing and be like, oh, no, 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 sorry, you better stop, better stop. That's, that's, that hurts too much. <laughs> but like, he was laughing and I just, I would look into this situation saying, you know what? God is here. Mm. Amen. You, you don't laugh in the face of death. Unless you're a Christian. Unless you know Jesus. Yeah. Unless you know the power of his resurrection. If, unless his spirit lives in you now. Wow. Praise That's God. That's great, man. Let's wrap this up. Um, one more plug for Do the we have, Dude, I'm out of coffee. We're out of coffee. We're out of so, coffee. Yes. Check out the book, Then Tweets My Soul. We're giving we'll one away. A, we'll send it. We're giving one away. So go to Twitter. Play send the us, Twitter challenge. Send us your best tweets. Whatever that is. Here's, here's <laughs> a... <laughs> the the we, Twitter church come out to Twitter challenge. We made up a Twitter game that we can't even define. It's going to be trending it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. It's going to be. Yeah. Get it trending. Um, and one last tweet. One last tweet. This is, this is directed at us, okay? Here we go. All right. <laughs> the Sunday school class on hyper-Calvinism has been canceled due to unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up the book, then tweets my soul. The best of church curmudgeon. Go to crosspolitics.com and get some of that good fight, laugh, feast. <laughs> Sovereignty blend. <laughs> Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Fight, laugh, and feast. <laughs> <laughs>